Welcome to the Rob Bailey Show, shooting out of a theater room with an air conditioning unit on a laptop. In Orlando, Florida. In Orlando, Florida, home of the craziest drivers in the world. (laughs) Austin just competed at Amateur Olympia, second place bantamweight, shredded, looked fantastic, went smoothly, feeling good, man. Yeah, that was yesterday, everything went pretty well, it was a good prep, uh... A lot of people asking like what I've learned about myself and all weird kind of questions like that, which I think prep for a lot of people is like a crazy learning experience. And you learn shit. Uh, I want to say what uh, one of my big takeaways was. I was reminded how and why I fell in love with bodybuilding so hard back in 2013. Like the whole process. So I've been lifting forever, but. In 2012 is when I started to take it serious, started to take nutrition serious, started to take training serious, competed in 2013, and this whole prep has been a reminder as to why I love it so much. You know um, you know how every day you wake up, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the people, the people that are listening right now, you know how every day when you wake up and you get in your car and you drive to work and then you go to work? And then you don't ever really think about like driving your car ever again because it's just something you do. That's Austin with prepping for bodybuilding. <laughs> like, it's a thing that you do every single day, and of course you do it. And you don't complain about driving to work. You're not like it's just it's part just of a, your life. It's just a thing you do. So like, it's like asking someone. I think, what did you learn uh, driving from work? T- driving to work today, and you're like, I don't, I don't learn shit. I'm yeah, I don't even work. remember the drive. Yeah, you you, you saw me. A half hour ago, making breakfast, I was weighing out my egg whites again. It's just yeah, you're part back to diet, dude. Yeah, it's just part of my life. So thank you for everyone who reached out. Um, I appreciate all the support. It was fun to uh, have something to kind of focus on and put out a lot of media around. Um, and yeah, it was just an awesome experience. And now you're gonna get on tons of steroids and get huge. No, not yet. One day though. One day, who knows what could happen. But for, for now, I like being natural, and I like the physique I brought to stage. And I think there's room for improvement, and I'm looking forward to the journey and the process of it. So I like how this show is part of a big show, but it was on a Wednesday. Yeah. So like it was like all attention was on you, uh-huh. and now it's just over. Yeah. And now we move on to run everything rebranding. <laughs> now it's over, and we're back to this podcast, which... Uh, we let off the episode by telling you we're in a theater room because the audio is probably horrible. So thank you for bearing with us. We just wanted to make sure we got an episode up today. Oh, was it today? Yeah, we're just going to post it. Oh you, we've God. been doing Wednesdays. We don't really announce that we do Wednesdays on yeah. the public podcast. We've been pretty consistent. Though. But we have been. So today we're a day behind. So that's all. Are we really? What day is it? Well, it's Thursday. Oh, fucking Thursdays. Yeah, I've been on the road for a week. I feel weird. I feel disoriented. I feel like I live in Florida now, which is weird. Yeah, like, at the end of like, the trip, it would have been, what, 10 days or something? I don't even know, there. dude. And who knows? I might not even get out of here. Like, my brother's stuck in Cabo right now. Is he still in Cabo? No, I think I think they were stuck there for an extra day. Oh, horrible. Yeah, so. I wonder how fat he got. I don't think that's a bad place to be stuck, though, You is think it? he just was drinking? How many milkshakes do you think he drank? That extra day? Because he... 
he said, I want to drink five milkshakes a day on the beach. Yeah, milkshakes are kind of like his thing. I don't know where to stare right now because we're sitting so close to each other. I don't know if I don't look stare into your eyes. Stare at the screen. I'm just staring at the timeline. If you look at, in my eyes, we're too close, and then we'll probably kiss. Yeah. Because that's what happens in movies. What's this episode about? <laughs> no fucking do we have sponsors or no an intro or anything? I don't think I want to do sponsors. I like the way we've been doing sponsors. Yeah, so the sponsor thing is like people send us stuff and they're like, "Hey, what do you think of this stuff?" And I'm like, "Eh, you know, I don't." It's weird because like if I like it, like uh, the Fanning Tactical Host Holster, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Or like uh, Pride Food just sent us or sent you, yeah, and they've sent me stuff before, but they're. Uh, cream of rice it's fucking cream of awesome wheat. and dude it's so good I don't want to charge that dude yeah you know I just want to be like yo if you're eating you you do the cream of wheat one cause like that's a legit life life changing thing yeah so he uh, I met Sean he's a member of the CCV group and he was seeing my prep and seeing what I was doing he sent me a bunch of their cream of rice and it was awesome because he not only just sent it to me and was like hey hope you enjoy it he explained to me why it's better than uncle or what hook what he calls it the orange box uh explain why it's better how it's going to help my digestion being a natural bodybuilder and just all these things and it's fucking dope the thing with like sponsors is we also have people who've sent us stuff and then they reach out and they're like have you tried it yet and it's like no rob's on the road like we're, we're not set up yeah i have like point i have where... like three boxes and that's why i don't want to make it like a weird relationship thing with sponsors it just feels also like like stupid right yeah like, I don't, I don't know. So anyway, let's not do sponsors anymore. But Trifecta did hook us up this weekend at the house with a bunch of food. Oh my God. So. That was amazing. And I think I'm going to start ordering Trifecta next week. I think That's my commitment. So. I think you should. Did you, you know how much easier life is? That, I mean, Dude, even today. fucking crazy. We went on cardio, we came back, and it was like, boom, there's food there. Yeah, what did we do for cardio today? We walked around a golf course, and we picked out houses that we want to buy. And we walked for uh what was it? We did an like hour an hour and five minutes. An hour and five minutes. In hoodies in Florida. Yeah, it I was felt fucking awesome. It was dope. What I liked about today's cardio was uh, instead of like being on a treadmill ripping, we were able to just carry a conversation and get a lot of work done. Yeah, it didn't seem. We need to figure out how to put two treadmills next to each other, tip to tip. Mm. Is that how you say it? Then we were just speaking to each other. That's what we used to do at the speaking Warhouse to each gym. other's mouths. <laughs> the Warhouse Gym, remember we went through a phase where we did cardio there? We did cardio and we did sauna every day. It was like the most productive thing. That's what Mike Rashid does right now with Sean. Really? Yeah. They Dang. they meet up and they do like a meeting in the sauna every morning and they train. And like their whole, I think like before 11 a.m. Is, is them just working together. One of the funny things, I don't know if it's funny. One of the cool things we used to do in the sauna was, remember we would say we have to come to a conclusion on this topic. Yep. And we can't, and the sauna at the Warhouse Gym was maybe the hottest sauna ever it in the was, world. I, I think they had the wrong size unit in. It was so fucking And then the hot. fucking asshole people there, like that old man, he would mess with the dial. So, like, it never quite read the right temperature, so it was always reading low, so the sauna system was always just kicking It was out. always legit, like, 190, right? Or yeah, two it was or crazy. Something? And then it would just break because people would pull the monster. <laughs> I remember the one day we got in there and we said we weren't getting out. We would always do at least like five, ten minutes, just kind of unload, brain dump, whatever. And then we said we weren't leaving the sauna until we came up with a name for one of the art, uh, Run Everything products. <laughs> I think I think it might have been uh, it was either REM or... It was, it, it was one of the products. And we were so committed at the time with Run Everything to all of the uh, pod- products have to have three letters 
and the letters have to be what is an acronym for a bigger message. And we shot ourselves in the foot so fucking hard with that concept. Well, and but we did, we did pretty good. Yeah. DTE was great. Show the world was good. Even REM with rest every muscle. Like it's really good. It's a stretch, but it's it like fucking creatine, works. Creatine. We were like, it might have been creatine in the sauna day. Yeah. We were like. I don't fucking know. It has to sort of say creatine. Actually, CRE. They they were all actually good because BTG bridge the gap is good because it's about bridging the gap with protein sources and like supplying your body. No, dude, we did a good job with them all. We it did a good job. It got really hard. We did a good job with run everything. And now we're gonna do another good job with it. Yeah, is that what today's episode is about? A lot of people are asking. Um, well, like, we we made our first Facebook post. We did yesterday. Our Instagram post. It did pretty well. Um, Dana, Dana, uh. And if you haven't noticed, Dana's sort of stepped into the front of the brand. And, yeah. You know, it should be pretty exciting. We're not really explaining the rebrand. Dana will explain it. She's she's okay. the one uh, well, leading the charge. One of the options that we have to talk about, though, is uh, brand storytelling, which we could do from like a Fleckman and Fowl perspective. Um, mm. Or maybe early stage, run everything. Or do you want to save that for the private group? Because there's like I mean, a lot of I mean, why don't we just talk owners. about, I mean, because like, I don't know, I think... Why do people listen to this shit, right? Like, who fucking cares? Like, they... <laughs> Based on the furry sex episode, a lot of people listen to this shit just because they like funny conversation. Well, I think we have... A... <laughs> I forgot. That, that got so many compliments. Animal, furry zoo animal sex. So thing. weird. I think that... Uh, I don't know, right? Like, you listen to some shows, and, and, and some shows are like, dude, it's just fucking... We're here to fucking inspire you and tell you, you know, what to do informational-wise and, like... You know, I listen to some shows that, you know, like a bigger pockets, right? Bro, you're going to get fucking texts during the fucking podcast. If I mute that, it won't mute this. I don't right? know. Just tell people to stop texting you. Clear yeah, it off on stop, your phone. Stop texting me. Get the fuck out Damn of here. Damn it. Um, I think people listen to us. Like, why would I listen to this show? It's like, I think we got some gems in here, right? Like, we get fired up every once in a while. But yeah. then it's also like, I don't know, we just talk about whatever. It's fun. Mm hmm. And I also don't give a fuck if anyone listens. <laughs> we don't even know our numbers. It doesn't matter. Most of the time, this podcast is an opportunity for uh, Austin and I to sit down for one hour and just talk without having to worry about anything. Just unload, yeah. yeah. Um, no, dude, let's talk about Flagner Fail. Did we talk about that last time? No, we talked about having sex with squirrels. You brought that up and wouldn't let it go. And you've been talking about it all Honestly, week. I have to re-listen to that episode because I don't remember going too hard on it. But with the messages that I've received, <laughs> I'm under the impression that I held on to it for a long time. And I didn't even know what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. I remember you tried to Google it. And you told me not to. I was to. like, don't look that up on your phone, bro. No, let's talk about Flydner Fail. So, I'd like to address Flydner Fail real quick. Oh. Um, so, I think it made an interesting journey, right? So, uh, to be tr truth be told, I've been struggling with Flydner Fail for a little bit. Um, for a long time now. I think almost since I got to Montana. I was going to say, yeah, um, since the move. Well, I think prior to the move, which is why we moved to Montana. Yeah. We left We left Pennsylvania. We moved to Montana. And uh, I think the more you and I talk and we pay attention and things become very clear. So shout out to my group, Clear, Calculated, and Vicious. I think that's what's made the most rapid change in everything, right? Uh, that's my coaching group, uh, Austin and I's coaching group. Austin's as much of a part of as I am. Um we signed up a bunch of members and we're going through this fucking journey together. And I'm going through the journey with them for business. Uh, a lot of you guys listen to this show. Um, and signups will open back up. It's like a mentorship journey platform. Yeah. We'll, I have better wording for it, just not in my pocket right now. And 
I'm mean, getting really, really clear on Flagner Fail. And that's why, like, if you go look at the Instagram page right now, like, it's coming together. Yeah. You know, I think, I think essentially what happened uh, was a long, long time ago, I knew the message of the brand. It was in my head. I hired on Austin. Austin got the message of the brand in his head. We all knew what Flagner Fell stood for. We all knew what it meant. You know, we, we knew what, what imagery should look like. It was obvious what po- photos should post, how the photos should be treated, what kind of t-shirts we should print. And as we started adding people to brand, I'd never put a brand book together. We never, you know, had these hard conversations and explained things. So when we passed off some of the ability of designing or t-shirt making or um, anything, fucking choosing what products to design what to post on the instagram page anything you know we would allow certain people to make certain decisions and they'd be pretty far off brand mm-hmm. and i i always thought it was pretty easy to understand what flagner fell stood for what the brand stood for but it's not you know i think a lot of people they interpret it their own way and that's fine but for a brand message that's not fine so I think uh, one of the reasons that that organically happened was one, we started using other athletes in the imagery, and then two, we started to expand the team, bring on other photographers, yeah. bring on other videographers, other marketers, other copywriters, other people allowed to touch assets, and that's where when with you not, with not enough direction. For yeah, us. because we brought we went through hiring phases where we've brought in people where we were like, no, they have to. We've always avoided fans of the brand just because it's such a dangerous, slippery slope. So we've always looked to hire uh, just solid resources and then explain to them the brand. But I think we never we brought in good resources and never did a good job explaining what the brand was. Yeah, we're was. a bunch of dumb, dumb. What did he call you last night? A dumb fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> dumb fat bitch. Oh my god. Brandon called Austin a dumb fat bitch. After last I night. got off stage at second place. So we sat down in the theater room to watch something and he Austin put on something but the screen like glitched and he's like, Yo, you just put on the wrong movie, you dumb fat bitch. And, and I was like, so No, I didn't and, and then it came on and I didn't. Because I'm not dumb, a fucking dumb you fat dumb bitch. Fat bitch. Holy fuck, man. So aggressive. So aggressive. Ugh. Sorry about that, everybody. Um so anyway, we sort of snapped back into it. I think we uh we know what the brand stands for, and we're making it extremely clear. I've taken back over social. Austin's taken over design, photography, um, photography, everything. I mean, it's it's all back in our hands. Essentially, yeah, we we've both dove back in pretty good. And the concept there is to kind of lead by example with the staple players that we have on the team, and then rebuild slowly. And rebuild slowly if we feel it's necessary. If we feel it's necessary, yeah. You know, I think something was um, in the clear, calculated, and vicious group is one of them was dreaming you know dreaming three years from now like what you want to do and then the next one is becoming very clear on that dream and becoming very clear i always just looked at progress as size right like because starting flagner fail progress to me was very clear it was just like yeah i want this to work and then it got to working and started making money and i was like well i guess progress is trying to be as big as nike or trying to be as big as puma or fucking reebok or whatever Mm -hmm. right and now I'm looking at that completely different once once I think I clarified my goal. You know, you and I sat down and, and established a lot of clarity for, like, where we want to go with the brand. Mm-hmm. And it isn't about size at all. It's about, like, if it fucking feels right. Yeah, quality. Right? Like, if the message is right. Like, these last couple little video clips we've been putting up, um, 
the little 30 second with the voiceover like dude that feels so right for the brand Mm -hmm. are they is the engagement there no are we like did it spike sales through the roof no but goddamn, does it feel right yeah and having the the quality of the support because if we were just here to make money and sell crazy t-shirts we would be either designing different t-shirts that say fuck the government and shit like that yeah. Um, but I think we're getting back to doing what feels right, putting out the message we're proud of, and the quality of the people wearing the brand, supporting the brand, not just the masses of it. Yeah, I would totally be down to start another brand that just put out shirts that say <laughs> fuck the government. But And that's what it comes down to, is just because I want a shirt that says fuck the government, that doesn't mean it fits for this brand, right? Yeah. Like, people put on flag and fail, essentially when you're, like, when you're preparing for something that really means something For war. You. Yeah. Your version of war. Your version of of war. Not actual war. Right. But, you know, like whatever you feel like you're going to battle with, whatever your struggle is, whatever your, you know, your storm is that you're either weathering or trying to conquer or your goals. It's like, it's those like quiet moments before you go out onto the court. You know, it's it's all those little fucking things where you're just like, yo, I'm going to go kick the shit out of this. I'm going to go crush it. All those like little moments you need for yourself where you're just... You just have to go to that place and get it done. Or, you know, everything around you is falling apart and you need to pull back to center and, and know that you can do this. Like, that's what the brand is meant for. That's yeah. what I, I want people to look at the apparel at that moment, put on the, you know, put on that either performance apparel, street apparel, and then feel like they're wearing something that identifies with their mission. You know? Yeah, I think an, an interesting thing I'd like to bring up to have you talk to is. I think another point when this kind of started was, and I think a lot of people fall into this trap and they do it, is when you realize you have the capabilities to, I'll say this now, circle back. When you realize you have the capabilities to do anything, sometimes that can hurt you. So maybe back when we were in PA or a couple years ago with the brand and we realized we had the capability to make khakis and flannels and sneakers and like these other things and we did them because we were like, well, that's what we want to wear. The the brand is growing up and we didn't maybe lean into it or whatever. But then it diluted what the brand was built on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so and- what, what do you think about like when you have business owners? Because we see a lot and I hate to keep bringing up the pi- private group because I don't want this to seem like a hard sell. But we have people in the private group that a lot of business owners, a lot of gym owners, and they're like, hey, I own a gym, but I want to start a power line for the gym. Or, I, hey, I own this company and I want to start a coffee company. Do you think just because you can means you should? Or should you focus on like what got you there? Like, What's your stance there? I mean, I think do whatever you want, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've talked about like shiny objects, object syndrome. Uh-huh. Um, I look at like shiny objects as skill sets or things that I'm involved in, right? Like, you know I don't care about... I don't care about shiny objects as much as people think I do. Right. But I do care about experiences and events and like different skill sets. That's why like I try to drive race cars. I try to be a pilot. I try to be a bodybuilder. I try to be a fucking other athlete, a runner. I try to be this kind of business owner. You know, I try to do all these different things. And I love that. But it definitely holds me back from being the best. You know, like I want to be a great husband. But then because I'm doing all these things, I'm not fucking around. Right. So, no, I mean, I think... I think that there that I don't want to speak for everyone. I'll speak for myself, but like no, I think that was a misstep. I think there's something exciting about about the brand and I think about being creative and being able to do those things. Yeah. But I think in doing those things, we needed more resources attached and it wasn't always clear, right? So, I mean, for example, um should Flagnor fail come out with a flannel? 
And we have a flannel coming out, and that's yeah, what we're talking we, about. We are, yeah. I think I think this is a great Now thing. should we should we come out with a flannel? I think we're coming out with like three colors and then like women's cuts, women's men's cuts, cuts, men's cuts, like it's like well no, we sh- we we shouldn't. Is like the short answer is we shouldn't? I mean, fucking no, we shouldn't. Looking back now, it's like I don't think our women's line is built out as strong as it should be because we were focused on making fucking flannels. So you're saying like... Our flannels are amazing, but you only have so much attention, right? Attention, yeah. So like if we had that attention, it either should have been put into fucking like athletic apparel, leggings and stuff like that so we can build out the women's line, or it should have been out, built out into the marketing plan, or it should have been put out into, I mean, that, that money should have been put in the marketing plan, or it should have been put towards influencers to get our message out there, or storytelling, or something, because you only have so many resources, right? We can't pretend Bandwidth like, is yeah, like we, big we, word. We, we, yeah. yeah, we only have so much bandwidth. So I think that like, no, I think a, a couple of them are missteps, because we've made some really good things. Like, our rain jackets are great. Like, what the fuck are we doing making rain jackets? Now, if we're very clear on the brand, yes, we should make rain jackets, but they should be very specific rain jackets for very specific moments. Like, if Flag nor Fail, an athletic brand that's talking about, like, uh, you know, what you what you stand for, reaching your goals, like, you know, running through walls, fucking no surrender, no failure, it should be an athletic rain jacket. Okay. And, like, we haven't made an athletic rain jacket. Yeah. We're, like, making, ra- like, stylish outdoor rain jackets. Yeah. You know? Um, so maybe you, maybe the base is missing to well, allow I, us to make these products. Well, yeah, I think that if we had if 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 we had our clear direction in mind and not just what we wanted, right? Right, right. So like our our, our fucking I'll just keep smashing our fucking line, but our joggers coming out are the best joggers I've ever bought. The forever joggers. The forever joggers. Yep. Our whole forever line, no one can fuck with our forever line. Yeah. Like Carhartt cannot fuck with our forever line like Mm -hmm. the shit that we have coming out is so good it's also off brand okay you know it's like we're trying to do too many things at once so essentially what we're going to do is the people that are in the fitness market that come to us for fitness apparel that come to us for training goods are going to show up and be like well when do i wear that i come here for training goods yeah why is this pants 120 dollars? yeah and then we have montana people or outdoors people or streetwear people that come to buy that and they're like well, I bought this, but is this all I can buy on the website? Because the rest of it's these Apex shorts and this training yeah. gear that doesn't make sense for the rest we, of my life. We almost need like a flag near fail and then hyphen like uh, adventure. Uh, and we've div- talked about division. That. We've yeah. talked about different divisions for the brand. And I think we can do different divisions, but like I think we need to get – First clear. thing we need to do is get really clear on what the brand is right now, which won't take long. I mean I think no. that we're halfway there. It's as much as uh, finishing this brand book. So, so ju- just to recap, the Forever Collection is, last year we made the Forever Hoodie, which, as we talk about it now, even the Forever Hoodie by itself was off-brand. Off uh, we really liked it. It's all we wear. Um, and then th- for this year, since we saw such a good response for the Forever Hoodie, we decided to expand on that uh, storyline and come up with the forever collection yeah which is it should be who knows but it should be dropping this november depending on uh just some dates but it's like a huge collection and it's fucking solid um really, really so good. what we're saying now is it just it doesn't fit the brand um but you wouldn't necessarily you wouldn't see that as like a failure considering this that's a huge po no, no, no. coming we just, in i think i think we just need to also brand it properly right like i think if it's not 
I think if it's if we just shoot it like like the same way we've been shooting everything, which is just outdoors, like we would go do a building in a, your yard. Yeah, in my yard, Literally. or we'd go hike, or we'd do something, or something like that. Like it's a fun photo shoot, and I think the photos look great, and some of my my favorite photos come from those moments. But what it comes down to is it's like. It's off brand for us. Yeah, I mean the the golf polos. I was just gonna say, golf polos are so fucking perfect, right? So I think the golf polos for us, like they're great polos. Very proud of them. Love them. But we shot them outside, like fooling around. Yeah, it's not the fucking brand, dude. Yeah, it's not the brand. And I think that we know it's not the brand, but we like almost weren't even thinking what the brand is. We were just thinking like, oh, who are we? Mm -hmm. And I think that. If we're not gonna, if the brand's gonna last longer and grow and become stronger in its in its lane, we need to just write down what the fuck its lane is. You know, yeah. I mean, you're not gonna become the best fucking archery dude ever, right? That fucking slings arrows if you're shooting guns all the time. Yeah. No, you should be focused on your fucking craft and being exactly who the, who, who you want to be. Yeah. And build that skill set out, and then yeah, maybe you can switch to something else. But I just don't think we've focused enough on exactly who we are and what we want to be so i just want to get back to that so going back to like that's the storytelling i I think i think yeah there's there's a huge benefit to doing everything so if you own a gym and you want to come out of the coffee line or if you want to add resistance bands fuck yeah man try all that shit like why not right like i think that my journey I tried all that shit i had a car shop i realized like oh cool car shop doesn't make money i had a gym I mean, the car shop was marketing, but I had a gym and realized, like, oh, I can't manage a gym from far away, but now I've learned everything that having to do a gym comes down to. You know, I've started real estate companies. I've started management companies. I've started multiple supplement lines that nobody even fucking knows about, and I've learned, I've learned a bunch of stuff of what works and what doesn't work. Now, if I can go back and do it again, I think... See, it's weird because, like, I can say... I, I, I'm going to play devil, yeah. If I go back and do it again, I would have focused on one thing. But the only reason I know that is because I did everything to get here. Right. What I was going to say was, so the, your story, like you individually, the, the success is through the process and the journey. Exactly. The failures, the learning. So who's to say or how would we know that if you didn't start all these other supplement lines that you don't say you're the owner of or all these other businesses, ventures and all this shit – that Flagner fail wouldn't be in a better. I don't want to. I, w- I don't want to say a better spot than it is now because I think Flagner fail right now is in a beautiful spot. Well, that's the thing. Is like I, I don't. I wouldn't change a fucking thing, man. Yeah. Like I wouldn't. I have so, from 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 all the missteps, from everything, from all the fucking knowledge. I wouldn't change a fucking but, thing. And that and that aligns a lot to what your personality. Yeah. Exactly. My shit personality. No, your personality of like wanting to to Have know sex more, with do, <laughs> wanting to do more, and through the failures, learning and coming out stronger, not just defeated and going and giving up. Is a know? definition of flagging or fail. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think that's yeah, of course. So I should have done all those things. So I guess it is weird for me to sit around and tell people not to do that. Yeah, but I think I think you can do that. I think you just need to be very clear on what. What your brand is. What your mm-hmm. brand is, and don't um, don't desaturate what had gotten you there. And I think, because I mean, think think about it now, right? Like, if we were going to go start an adventure outdoor brand, we would just start another brand. We wouldn't try to yeah. force it into Flagner Fail. I think the same thing with Run Everything. Like, you guys will see Run Everything launch, and it's going to become so clear, and it's like, 
oh, yes, that's what the brand should have been all along. But the problem is we tried to force a bunch of other stuff into the brand. Yeah. And it, like, sort of covered everything gently. I'm excited so, for the Run Everything rebrand. Yeah, I know. We still need sick. to talk about rollout plan. You want to sign off this podcast and, like, nail down a rollout plan? Is this long enough? What do you mean long enough? It's only 27 minutes. That's what she said. Oh, my God. What? That's what That's she a funny said joke. Jokes. Is this long enough? And that's what he said. How would that work? How was the science behind that joke? That's what she said. The science is that it's a sexual reference okay. that a joke would say, that a woman, woman would say, uh-huh. making fun of a male. Right? About penis size. Yeah. Or, I, I hate that they took... Oh, my God. I hate that they took fucking The Office off of Netflix because now I just can't go home and put it on. And It's just, on Comedy Central on so, repeat. The so only problem with Comedy who Central... Who is Comedy Central? So, I have, like, six channels. The only problem with Comedy Central is... And this is what we'll end with. They took out all the good... Oh, we're done. This is what we'll end with. They, the problem is you can watch Comedy Central... And you can watch The Office and you're like, oh my god, best show ever, best show ever. And then you fall asleep. And when you wake up, I thought you were going to say something. when you wake up, okay. it's that clown fucking beta little bitch boy who's not even fucking funny. Who? He's the fucking like super soft fucking, you know who I'm talking about. I have no fucking clue who he's He's like the light skinned even... black guy with fucking the, with the, with the accent. He's brutal. He's brutally not funny. He replaced... Oh, uh, um... What the fuck is his name? I love that I don't know his name. But whoever that guy is... Noah? Something? Noah fucking Puss Boy. Is that it dude Noah? sucks. Really? Have you seen him? No, I Literally, didn't even know Comedy Central still existed. Nothing funny about him. And, really? And he's like... And, and because it's the pandemic, he's in his, like, fucking Lane. living room. Oh, and he's like doing the show, and they're like, "Oh my god, you're so funny!" He's literally the least funny dude I've ever heard in my life. Damn, that's crazy. It's so brutal. No. And, but that's the only problem because you fall asleep, and you're like, you're having these great dreams about the office. You're and thinking it's like so you're there, funny. yeah. And then you wake up, and you're like in a fucking nightmare, and the room's on fire. And then you need to shake that off, and you need to get to your bed and go to sleep. But you can't sleep because there's people out there like that that fucking suck so fucking bad. God, God. I, I don't know this guy. He's brutal, dude. He's, I, I don't hate very many people. I fucking hate that dude. Really? Because the show used to be so good. What show? Are you talking about like it transitioned from the Daily Show John, with John Stewart? John Stewart. John Stewart's fucking Stephen good, man. Stephen Colbert to Stephen now Colbert someone is else? a fucking pussy bitch, too. See, Fuck I, I'm dude. not familiar enough with these. Did you see his his, his no, vaccine no. dancing thing? No. With, with like the needles? And he's, and he's so it's like for kids and he's like dancing around. And he's like, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. Dude, it's like, I definitely it's seen so it. fucking creepy and weird. It's on, it's on YouTube and it's like 4,000 likes and it's like 50,000 dislikes. Like, I don't, dude, it's a fucking, they're all part of a weird fucking shit cult of fucking liberal fucking Whoa. assholes. This is when I No, we all know that. Out. We all know that. It's not a fucking secret. <laughs> Say goodnight. Good night, Dana.